Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Latina Investors. So this episode is going to be really tactical, strategic, because I want to help you see how to plan for things coming up in the near future. So particularly this episode, we're going to talk about planning for the holidays. Now, you might be like, why are we talking about this? It's September. And the reason why I am covering this in September is because you have a little bit of time to save for the holidays if you start right now. I want to put this on your radar in September as opposed to putting this on your radar in December, right? In December, there's only going to be so much that you can do. And what I don't want you to do is not think about it until December and then be like, oh crap, like how am I going to cover all of this spending? I'm going to, am I going to have to put it on a credit card? Am I going to have to take away, like take from savings? Um, am I going to, you know, like have to figure out another way to do it? I'd rather you not do that and instead have this on your radar in September so you can start kind of making a plan for it. So I'm going to show you how I do this every single year in order to set myself up to walk into the holiday season feeling very like not stressed about money, not stressed about spending because I've created a like fund to cover all of those things i think this is like the true kind of definition or the true essence i guess um i would say of financial freedom is having a like almost approach to spending that is liberating that feels light that is simple that doesn't have to be so heavy Um, And you can do that and you can set yourself up like that in your life if you like create these like ways to plan and to walk into seasons of your life like knowing like man the cash is already there. The cash is waiting for me ready to spend which can be so fun. Okay so I'm going to break this down into kind of like how I plan for holidays and do my holiday spending. So number one, you're going to have to decide on what you want to spend, okay? And now a lot of times when I ask my clients, like, okay, how much do you want to spend on holidays? A lot of them are like, well, I have no idea. I don't know. Like, ah, like they they haven't really like considered the question ever. They've always walked into the holidays just spending what they need to spend or spending what comes up. They've never made a decision about how much they want to spend. And I think the first thing that you want to do is make a decision about how much you want to spend. Like, and here's the thing, you're going to, like really kind of gauge this number based on like your emotions and like your intuition and your body and then we're going to actually strategically look at the numbers and see like did those two match so for example right now if I were to be like hey pick a number that you feel like okay I would feel good about this maybe for you that number is seven hundred dollars you're like okay I would feel good about seven hundred dollars but if I threw out two thousand dollars there might be a reaction in your body that might be like, no, 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 that, that would be way too much. I don't want to do that. that. Like, you know, I want to keep it closer to a thousand, a little less than a thousand. That's the number that I want you to consciously decide on. And this is really important because this gives you a gauge of where you intuitively are already kind of landing on. And then when we actually make the list and kind of calculate the numbers for the things that I'm going to show you later, you're going to be able to compare that number to the number that you've now consciously decided on and feel intuitively good about spending. 
So that's the first thing. So if you're following along with me and you have a piece of paper, the first thing that you want to put down is like, okay, what do you want to spend on? So I'm going to do this with you. And I kind of already know, I, I like know, but I don't remember what ours is. But I think intuitively for me, that number is 1200 Okay, great. Then you're going to, now the second part is you're going to list out um, all of the people that you want to um, give a gift to this year, right? And so that can be uh, family members, it could be coworkers, it could be friends. Um, so list out all of the people that you're like, hey, I would like to give you a gift this year um, and put those all down. If you come from a really big family, um, you have to kind of make a decision of like, hey, like how do I want to navigate this? At, for me, I come from a family that is pretty big for my mom's side. Like, I want to say there's like 30 to 40 of us probably that celebrate Christmas together. Um, and the first couple of years, I was like, you know, just have graduated college. I felt like so much pressure to give a gift to every single member of my family. And I did it for two years until I was like, hey, like, I am I am really only doing this because it, it feels like I have to do this. It feels like if I don't do this, people are going to think I'm cheap or people are going to think I'm not generous or people are going to look badly on me. And I had to come to terms with like, people are going to think what they what they think right like that like that is like none of my business the only thing that actually matters is what do I believe what do I value and how do I want to spend the money that I have and so was that like uh I think two years into to doing Christmas um as like a full-time, you know, uh, working adult, like out of college that I realized like, actually for me, the most meaningful like ways to give is to like every year, like either rotate, um, and give a gift to like a, a family member that I hadn't before. If I felt like, if I'm feeling like doing that or like give gifts to the family members that I like genuinely have like deeper relationships with because it feels really good to do that. And so I decided like, okay, there's like, you know, 20 plus 30 plus members of my family. Here are the, mem here are the people that I like would like to give a gift to this year. And I was able to like get to a point where I just could choose and I didn't feel any guilt or shame about it because I just came to terms with like no I like I know what I believe I know what my values are I know what my heart is behind this and I'd much rather choose something that aligns with my goals and my boundaries and my values as opposed to like I'm making this decision to buy all of these gifts so that I'm not perceived one way or the other when in reality it's like what does it matter that I'm perceived like I know I know who I am like I know my my values I know my intention I know like my heart behind everything and so it's just kind of like one of those things and I think for um if you grew up in a um Hispanic household um my dad used to say this all the time he'd be like don't get sucked into the like que dirán and que dirán means like what are they gonna say um, and so he was very conscious of like always being like, hey, like forget about the Kediran, forget about like the the like fear of like what will people say and just like act on what you believe to be true, what you hold as their, your values and then kind of go from there. And so that was the, the first kind of like boundary that I set with 
when it came to like gift giving that just like give gave me so much freedom and peace knowing that like okay I can't there's no wrong way to do this the only thing that I have to watch out for is that I don't feel this like um heaviness and I'm making the decision based on you know what are people gonna think so when you're making this list like genuinely write down the people that you would like to give a gift to um and that you would like to you know just that would it would be meaningful to you and that list could be like pretty short or it could be pretty long like it really just depends on you now once you have that list go ahead and decide like okay for this person here's the amount that i would want to budget for them for this person here's this right and um you know, like this is kind of something where like you'll have to kind of gauge it based on, you know, like there's so many different factors, whether it's like, okay, I've like known this person for a really long time or they're, they're really wanting this thing. And I know that that's at this, um, budget level or like they really love these things. And I know that this is at this level, right? So there's like so many different like ways in which you can pick. But again, I want you to lean into like intuitively, what do you feel like you want to spend? Um, and again, you can you have to like detach like spending more money equals I like care about you more, I love you more. And I feel like sometimes like in our consumerism society, we link the two together and I just want you to untangle that those two don't mean the same thing. They that is like not like an absolute truth it is just what we've seen in society that like oh spending more money on someone means equals I care about them more or I love them more and I feel like it's it can get really toxic during the holiday season because that I see that happen so much like oh so-and-so got me a gift and it was like way more expensive than the one I got them so now I have to give them more gifts or like this person spent this much on me last year so I have to like now do this and like I get where that comes from and I get like you know the the human emotion of that of like just having like that reciprocity um but it is okay for you to make a decision about like how much you want to spend and not tie it to this is a representation of like my care and love for you right I know that that sounds like obvious to say but I think it is worth remembering and reminding you that like those two are detached and you're free to just like choose you're free to choose based on what you determine are the things that you want to consider right um so as you go down this list just like set a number for like okay for this person and and know that there can be wiggle room right like let's say you're like okay for pepita i want to spend a hundred dollars but for pepito it's like 75 and let's say you know pepita's gifts actually on only 80 and pepito's gift ends up being close to 100 like there is room for wiggle room there but the biggest thing is to just make the list and then set a budget for each person then go ahead and add all of that up so let's say you do that and you're like okay i got 700 dollars as the amount for the budget um for the gifts that i'm giving people great now you have an actual number that you've consciously made a decision on and i'm i'm continuing to say consciously because this is how you tell your money what to do a lot of times what happens during the holiday season is we get to the end of the holidays and like it's almost like money tells you like here's how much you spent 
here's how much you need to like pay off um, in the in your credit card or here's how much was taken from your or left your your checking account and what I want you to to do and the position that I want you to be in is to like not be surprised at the number because you can't be surprised at things you've decided when you decide here's how much I want to spend it's not a surprise you decided the number you you made a choice about that being the number that you're going to spend as opposed to getting to the end of the year and being like I spent how much right there's a whole different energy there and I want you to be in a place where you feel like I am telling my money where to go nothing is being like told to me and my money doesn't have like that you know it's not my money's job to tell me what I spent it's my job to tell my money what I'm gonna spend um so now you have your list and you have that number and this hypothetical example it's gifts are 700 that's the budget great the other thing that I want you to consider is the experience of the holidays this is typically where people like forget but there are things that happen during the holidays that are not um common year round right for example like if you're like hey like every year I definitely want to buy some decor pieces to make my home um, just more cozy and I really value that and I really want to make that part of the, the holiday season uh, we also buy a Christmas tree every year so I want to put that into the budget um, you may you might also get invited to more parties where you're making more baked goods or bringing like a dish to like a Christmas party right you might also be traveling so like you're visiting family um for the holidays and that means like either you're driving for a long time so you're going to need some more gas money or you are actually like taking a flight so you're going to have to consider that um so go ahead and list out all of the extras the things that are not gifts but are like experiences um and and list all of the things that come up that you're like I know this happens I want to like you know um consider that holiday parties at work sometimes come with like a secret santa or a um white elephant consider those things because what you don't want to do is just like again get to get to the holiday and be like oh I forgot that or like oh I didn't know that or like oh man I totally like you want to avoid surprises you want to know like okay here's what I know is coming up and here's how I can plan for it so go ahead and write those things down let's say you write that all down and you're like okay that is going to be somewhere around $300 so now you have two relevant numbers you have $700 for gifts and a $300 for like the extra experience stuff for a total of $1,000. Now, once you have this number, go back and compare it to the number that you initially started with, right? The number that you're like, here's what I intentionally, consciously am going to decide. If those two numbers are like pretty much around the same, great. It means that like, you know, what you intended to spend is actually very clearly like aligned to like what you practically have put down if those numbers are vastly different then I want you to like take this in and and ask yourself a couple questions number one is oh was was this just off because I didn't really kind of 
do this exercise before and I was just kind of guessing like I was giving it my best guess and now that I have this information I feel good about it like I understand logically why it's that number um I thought through more about it and I'm good with it like you know how am I feeling about the discrepancy now that I've gone through this exercise if it's like okay yeah like I I kind of picked this number I really had no idea this was my best guess I got this information now I have this bigger number um and it's okay then great like that's kind of like the thought process that I want you to do with that on the flip side let's say you know you're like okay I had picked twelve hundred dollars but I'm seeing that it's going to be two thousand dollars um And so that $800 difference like doesn't feel good intuitively. You're like, oh, that's just a lot more than I thought it would be. Go back to your list and see how you can get to a place where the number actually reflects what you want to spend, right? This is where, again, you are telling your money what to do. It is not telling you what to do. So if the number comes back and you're like, ooh, that's a lot. Like, I don't know if I want to do that. That's okay. You don't have to. You can go back, rework the numbers and get yourself to a place where you're like, I feel much better about that. So let's say you wanted to consciously spend and you decided on 1200, you got 2000, you felt like that's too much. I don't feel good about that. I actually want to spend closer to now 1500 Then you can kind of make that, that jump and adjustment and use those two numbers and that new information that you got as data to make the best decision that you can cool does that make sense um so that is how you you um again make the choice at the beginning make the list get the real choice and then kind of compare to see like where you're at and make a decision about those numbers okay so in this uh example the number that we're kind of working with is a thousand so now here's how you actually go about saving that amount The next thing that I want you to do is figure out how many paychecks do I have left before the holiday season or before Christmas. Um, So let's say like you get paid on the 22nd, so this week. Then your paychecks is, their next paycheck is um, October 6th, then October 20th, then November 3rd, then November 17th, and um, uh. December 1st and then December 15th so those are your paychecks um, up until December 15th and the reason why I put December 15th as like kind of the last paycheck to consider is because December 15th is kind of like the you're cutting it close to like okay you know Christmas is 10 days away um, but you're giving yourself a little extra time to save. Now you could decide actually I want to save everything before December and so then you wouldn't count any of your December paychecks um, but I went ahead and did it until December six, uh, 15th so that I can know how many paychecks I have left. So if I go ahead and um, number all of those, I'm actually doing this in real time. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I have seven paychecks from now until December 15th, which means that $1,000 that I want to save, I'm going to divide that by seven. When I divide that number by seven, I get $142.80. So that means every paycheck, I need to save $142.80 
in order to hit my $1,000 savings goal by December 15th. Cool. Now you could just round this to 145 and that would be $145 per paycheck that you're saving until December 15th. This is going to set you up to like, again, walk into December having like a lump sum of money there available to save and available to spend without feeling the pressure or the guilt or the stress of, man, how am I going to pay for this, right? Then when someone it comes to you, like for example, like if you have a sibling and you split a gift with, um, with them for your parents and they're like, hey, I'm thinking about getting... Um, you know, my mom, a, uh, speaker and the speaker is uh, $400. Do you want to go split? So in this situation, you would go back to the list and let's say you like, um, you know, budgeted 150 for your mom's gift. You would then say, Hey, I was actually looking to stay somewhere around the 150 range. Is there like something that we can get her in this range and like you know you could kind of start that conversation um because let's say it's like oh okay this speaker is uh 200 split but we are also thinking about getting these things and that thing and like then it's like you're communicating with like the person that you're splitting a gift with like here's my financial boundary what do you think? And obviously you're, you're going to have room for like, oh, but like, you know, I was really, like, you guys can talk about it, but it's always good to go in with a conscious decision about what you have decided as opposed to kind of like not really knowing and kind of being like, oh, well, I mean, like that's what they wanted to do and I feel bad and I didn't really know what else to do. And it's like, yeah, because you hadn't thought about it. But when you think about like, what do I want to do? What do I want to spend? How do I want to do this? You have more power in those conversations because at least now you're like actually here's what I've thought through here's what I'm like thinking here's like maybe we could do this maybe we could do that like you have more information to make that decision as opposed to kind of just being like yeah sure yes oh crap like how am I going to cover this <laughs> right um so so yeah um so that's the part of like just figuring out the breakdown of how many paychecks you're gonna um, have coming until now in December and then how much to save per paycheck. The other sort of like cheat code here is so that you're not like having to manually send over 145 every single paycheck. What you can do is set up an automated automated savings transfer from your checking to your savings. And so how you would do this is if you get paid on the on September 22nd, um, October 6th, October 20th, November 3rd, November 17th, and so forth and so on, if you know those Fridays are going to be your pay days, then go into your um, bank account, like your online banking, and go to transfers and then do a savings transfer. Typically on that page, it'll be like, do you want this to be a one-time transfer or a recurring transfer? Go ahead and do a recurring transfer and then schedule it so that the automated savings goes like three, four days after you get paid. So if you get paid September 22nd, set the automation to do the transfer on September 25th. So that like you get paid, you send over the transfer. You get paid, you send over the transfer. So you're not ever having to like worry about like 
will I say for this? Is this going to happen? Instead, you've created a system for it to just like work on its own. That would be the easiest way to kind of get that going and get that savings um, moving. And then the third thing, as you're thinking about planning for the holidays is, again, we kind of touched on this a little bit, is to kind of rid yourself of the pressure, the guilt, and the obligation that can come with holiday spending. Um, it is such a, it's such a big time where a lot of us feel that and I've been there. I have also helped clients like navigate, like how do I balance like wanting to hit this money goal and then also, you know, wanting to spend? How do I balance the two? How do I find, um, and give myself permission to like be okay spending what I want when like I feel this pressure and guilt to like overexert myself right and it really all comes down to like making a decision making a decision and standing behind that standing behind that decision and having your back about it and and knowing that like it doesn't mean anything about you if your intentions and your like heart are in the right place like you are free to make the money decisions that you want and you have to just trust that you're going to make the best decisions you're going to consider everything you're going to both evaluate from an emotional standpoint from a financial standpoint from like your value standpoint and you're going to make the best decision and if people don't like that version of the decision that that's okay it's okay if people disagree with you about how you spend your money how you choose to allocate what you choose to do what you choose not to do you are free and safe to make the best money decisions for yourself it doesn't mean anything about you it could just mean like that was the decision that I felt was best for me at that time. So that is, that's it. I just wanted to wrap it up by saying that just because I know that that, that this season does come with a lot of that. So I want more for you. I want you to truly, truly enjoy it. Um, I, <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a gifts person in general, um I'm a quality time acts of service like if you follow the love languages those are my like love languages so sometimes Christmas I've had to learn how to like really appreciate the gift giving side of it because my husband's love language is receiving gifts and so <laughs> our first couple of like years together um doing holidays were a little like trial and error because I just, yeah, we were just different in, in like how we give and receive love. But I do, um, I do value and see the value in gift giving, but I also now, um, but I also know how like heavy that can feel financially for people and how, you know, the, the, the Christmas consumerism, holiday spending can create so much financial stress and strain for people and it it really is not it's not necessary it's not necessary consumerism and holiday spending as it's depicted doesn't have to be the way that we do it Um, you can define what it means for you to give and receive gifts you can create your own rules and um, yeah, just know you don't have to overexert yourself or stress yourself out financially in order to upkeep this capitalist consumerism uh, narrative of what is the holidays and Christmas and gifts giving. So be free. <laughs> 
that's pretty much my biggest message. And then plan, plan for, um, plan for it and just like, uh, enjoy this holiday season stress-free. Um, my favorite part of the holiday season is being able to just like enjoy the slowness and enjoy, um, the coziness of, of what the holidays brings and like enjoy more time with people that I love. Um, and to me, the experiences of that feel like much more fulfilling and much more part of the season that I enjoy as opposed to this like other part of it. So yeah, that is it for this week. Um, if you are interested in learning more about how to plan your money and how to strategically set up your finances so that you're able to spend um, without feeling stressed, able to save, able to um, start investing, but you're like, hey, I just don't know where to get started, then I want to invite you to my one-on-one money coaching program. It's a six-month program that helps you really get clear and strategic with your finances so that you can start building wealth, start growing your savings, and ultimately just live a financially free and peaceful life. So you can be fully present in your day-to-day life, um, fully present in those like sweet moments, not having this like underlying voice of like, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay for that? Oh my gosh, like, can I really afford that? Like, I want you to be free of that voice and instead just like be truly free and fully present in your life so if you are looking to do that head to the link in my bio on instagram that's at building.gen.wealth and book a a time to uh, talk to me or go ahead and look at the description uh, below to see a link to my calendar but that is it for this week i hope you guys have a good rest of your week bye